Awesome. Hey, give your neighbor a high five and just welcome them along. It's so good to see y'all here tonight. I'm just going to drag my pulpit over here. It's all right. Oh, thanks, Jared. You are amazing. We're, right, no. <laughs> Dead joke. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> they are, is Debbie in the building? No. Dang. <laughs> the first bit was hers, but anyway. Uh, I'm just going to use her notes here for a little bit and just get all feminine. How's my nails? Uh, yeah, no, we're not going back to the girl time notices. Let's give Ben Hinman a shout out for his notices, though, on Sunday. Aren't they just like next level? They are so awesome. And yeah, man, they're amazing. Ben, we love you and we love what you're bringing to Thrive. And let me just get my notes together. Hey, well, I just want to start with a huge well done, actually, um, for like, you know, looking back to the end of 2015, anyone remember back that far? That was so long ago. But we did this incredible event uh, at the Gateway Event Centre, and um, we just haven't actually we haven't actually done a kumbaya on this, and just gathered around and like, patted ourselves on the back, and I haven't patted you on the back and said that was magnificent. And so we just had such an amazing uh, time there. And um, I, I'm really pumped to do something uh, like that again uh, this coming year, eh? Um, we had around 500 people, we reckon, uh, attend that event. And so that, was, that blew me away for a start. So I was like, wow, awesome. And got to preach the gospel. And it was so cool. It was amazing seeing um, uh, a lot of husbands, wives of um, people uh, who maybe just one partner uh, attends Thrive and then um, they all came out on on that service so that was also a real kind of real blessing and a, um, I was really really blown away with that day so thanks for getting involved with that and um, just bringing the love eh? just bringing the love I think that's something that we're learning to do uh, amazingly well and um, that's something that Deb and I like just observed um, over Facebook <laughs> like through January as I was in Cambodia and then on holiday, just kind of like the different compliments and encouragements that were going on between um, our Thrive Church. And we just thought, man, that is, that's really awesome. So, so good. So, um, yeah, we are, I guess, um, setting the scene for uh, this year as well. One of the things that we want to just kind of, um, you know, remind you of or remind myself of is, is our established in love, is our be loved um, statement that because we are rooted and established in love in Ephesians 3, you know, that we have this kind of love that, that is, uh, that when it's within us, it can't help but actually bring transformation and, and shaping of the environment and the culture around us. Like God's love is the most incredible love. And so I just want to, we just thought we'd just share this from the get-go, that this is the why behind, you know, everything that we want to do at Thrive Church. We want to keep His love and His call to love others to to be love, uh, you know, 
as as our main thing, you know, at Thrive. So we're just so excited that um, that this kind of over the last couple of years, as we've sort of like rolled out the established in love and then be loved, and and just the way that you guys have really embraced um, that as a church and said, yes, we're we're on board with this. This is a good idea. <laughs> this is a God idea, perhaps. So we're going to continue to keep that as something that really undergirds absolutely uh, everything that we do. And so it was just like I was sharing on Sunday uh, when we're in Cambodia, well, when I was in Cambodia, when I say we, I'm talking about I was with Chris and Ruth as well. So um, they're, they're a part of Thrive Church and um, uh, missionaries in Arnhem Land, if you don't know them, but they're amazing people. And um, I just had such an incredible time um, hanging out with Chris and Ruth again. And so it was amazing going to Cambodia, being able to connect with Julie, um, as well as heaps of the um, organisations that we support and have a night out staying at Udong Village and just really get a sense that God's purposes are, 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 are for us in Cambodia still. And that was, like, I went to Cambodia with a, a little bit of a question mark, not because I was sceptical in any way about the good things that Thrive had has been doing, but because I just wanted to own something for myself as the like for for Deb and I as the kind of the senior leaders and and be able to go okay yeah I can see that now and um, and kind of like we're going to continue to to sow into that region and then it was just such a blessing as I said to hang out with Chris and Ruth and just um, just share the joy of their life you know that they just uh, I was even reflecting on them today that there was always a testimony there's always a God story when you're around them God's always doing something and that's such a you know it was always um, a great great encouragement and challenge to me and so I want to keep preserving that culture that they so beautifully kind of like began and established here um, at Thrive. So anyway that was just a quick recap on the on the, on the um, Cambodia thing. Um, so oh honey that was really good time. Oh we found Raf. Oh, that's like sleep medicine for Josiah. Do you want to come up, honey? Welcome to Debbie. She's the most incredible lady in my life, and she's going to take it from here. Oh, it's dark. So I've just done it up to, uh, just up to Christmas. Cool. Hi, everybody. Hi. I can't see you, but I can see that there are faces out there somewhere. Awesome to have you all here. Hey, um, just want to just, I guess, once again, talk about the most important thing um, of you didn't say that. Okay, well, I think it's the most important thing. And actually, for me, that's something that God has just been speaking to me about again over January. For myself as well, um, it's so easy, you know, in whatever we're doing, whether it's work, family, um, church ministry, to just be, you know, focused on that um, and be thinking, oh, this is good stuff, I'm doing this for God, and, and that's all fantastic. But um, at the same time, sometimes we can just put that ahead of our own personal relationship with God and, you know, knowing his love for us and us loving him. So it's just kind of a reminder again, him being number one. I read this um, devotional that talked about um, doing up your top button first, like if you're doing up a shirt or something, if you don't get your top button done up first right, then everything else could get out of alignment. And so just, you know, God is our top button. Our relationship with him is the top button. Everything else flows down from that. So just a reminder on that one. It's why we do what we do as well, loving others. Um, so just a little recap on 2015 as well. Just amazing growth that we've had. Um, I think, like we talked about at the end of last year, for me one of the highlights has been the growth in people. Um, just seeing people just stepping further into, into their destiny, into... Um, 
just the calling that God's put on their lives into deeper into relationship with each other as well, like greater connections. It's been awesome. And as well, just the growth that we've had, new people coming along. That has been awesome. As we've made room for people, God's brought them in. Um, and then so today, so that's past. So where are we today? Um, we just believe that we're very much on strengthening who we are, strengthening what we do, um, strengthening what we've already started to do as well. So for that, let me just go back to this page. Um, so part of that, strengthening our culture, who we are, our DNA, um, strengthening our leaders, uh, and strengthening our conviction about what we're here for. So it's kind of the present, and then just next step stuff, Glenn's going to talk in more depth about that, but we believe it's about more new people being added in, and especially, I think this year, souls. No, there is so many people out there who don't know the goodness and the love of God that just absolutely need him. So that's what we're really believing for. Um, just something really simple that uh, just as I was praying at the start of the year, just kind of had this kind of prophetic prayer thing that um, I just felt, and it's actually really simple, but I just wanted to share it with you guys tonight. Um, as I was praying, just declaring out um, God's goodness, I just felt that he is really wanting to show our region his goodness this year, that he is a good God, that everybody is going to know that, um, everyone knowing the height and the width and the depth of his love. Um, and just another part of that, that his name will be made great this year. It's just something I'm really believing that's going to happen. His name is going to be great. It's going to be famous in our region. Um, and, you know, a big part of that is us praying and declaring all the stuff into being. And then once again, it's us being love. That's it for now, Glenn. Awesome. Thanks, Debbie. So um, one scripture that has been really uh, kind of paramount in looking at our theme for this year has been um, Psalm 121. And uh, this is kind of where this whole um, dream summit kind of thing uh, hinges around this this psalm, for me anyway. And um, so I just want to, let's just read that now. Um, and I'm going to need to just read it this way because I don't have it in my notes. But it says here, I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber or sleep. And um, I've shared this around a little bit now, but I just love that imagery of uh, looking to the mountains, looking to uh, the, the beauty of the mountains and looking to creation and, and looking at like, look what God has done. Look at the splendor of his majesty in all of creation. Let it, you know, like it shouts his name. That's what creation does for me. It just shouts out and it says, I did this. I did this. But um, as I read this psalm recently, I really saw um, within that kind of the next slide, if you can just go back to those last couple of verses, uh, whoever's down the back, is going to Jack or Ben, um, it says, He will not let your foot slip. And I just, it really rang true to me that he wanted me to see that it was someone who was getting engaged with the mountain climb. That someone who's climbing up a mountain, they tend to have a, a slippery moment, don't you, when you're climbing up a mountain, especially if it's a steep one and you might stumble and you might like, you know, you get worried about what's, you know, will I make it to the top? And um, But he says in his word that he is watching over us. He's watching over our climb and he is, uh, he is so for us, not just to look at the mountain, but to take the mountains. 
And so this year, we really um, believe uh, that, that God is calling us to be really practical in engaging us with our climbs, engaging us with the mountains that are in front of us. Maybe they intimidate the heck out of us, um, but God is calling us up the mountain. He's not calling you to avoid the mountains in your life. He's calling you to climb them. I mean, he does tell them if, the, if there's a nasty one on the way to go make it jump into the sea. But we're, we're framing this that God is calling us up the mountain as, um, as a church. And so we're really excited about what this means. This means faith steps. This means partnership. Um, this means uh, that we're going somewhere together. So just onto that next uh, slide, that'd be great. Um, so just around that whole um, being prepared to climb. Um, so to make the summit, you know, any, any mountaineer who wants to reach a summit, they've got to be well prepared, don't they? They've got to know, uh, they've got to know their mountain. You've got to know your mountain. You've got to know about the mountain. You've got to know what it's like at this time of day and what happens up there at that time of day and what, how cold it is at this altitude and where you possibly could set up camp and if you're going to need axes or uh, pickaxes or crampons so that you can make the, the, the very top. You, a mountaineer doesn't go up to a mountain just in his jandals and just go, oh, I'll have a go, mate. We'll see how we get on. So a mountaineer, and like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, and hopefully they've got a mountain of a run chase, I think, tonight. To, yeah. Anyway, who put a meeting on a night with a one-dayer? Anyway, I did. Um, so the, the first thing is um, just that next click on the button there is know your mountain. Um, so we're going to be talking about knowing your mountain this year. Um, also, to climb a mountain, you, the mountaineer's got to have the right gear. Um, you need tools for the climb. Um, so that's going to be something else that we're going to kind of uh, look at. And also something really important for the climbers to have the right company. You, ne you, you very rarely, you know, see someone uh, climb a mountain independently. You know, Edmund Hillary had uh, Tenzing and he, you know, he did it with a team as well um, at the lower levels. So it's really important to have the right company when you climb. And so, you know, a turkey's vision is not like an eagle's. So, you know, you want to make sure that you've, you, that, that you're hanging with the right people that are going to call you up to where you're called to go as well. So, um, and so on that little right company thing, as a leadership team here as well, um, we believe that we've, we're going up a mountain as a team and we're kind of leading the charge in this. And so we're going to bring um, Edward Husband in uh, this year to our leadership team um, at Thrive Church as well. So we think he is fantastic company. And uh, we're excited about what, um, you know, the governance uh, leadership that he has on his life and what he's done within the companies he's worked for and so we're really excited to, for him to be joining uh, our team this year as well. So that is going to be good. So, woo! So, and probably with these kind of three sort of main points or four, we're going to... Um, we're also going to look at doing a series. So each one of those might be a series in church over the next kind of month or so. So that's going to be good. So Debbie, can I invite you back up here, my darling? So yeah, just on that one, um, we believe that, you know, climbing the mountain, all about, um, you know, seeing the dreams that God's put within you, um, seeing them to come, to come to pass. So that's for you as an individual, for your families, and um, for whatever God's calling you to with that, and also for us as a church. So yeah, all those things. Um, just a few things on that, just another couple of things that um, 
felt God say to me earlier on in the year as well at the same time. Um, sorry, pause a moment here. Okay, is just all around, here we go, um, that in a way not yet seen before, that the whole earth is going to see the sons of men revealed. Okay, you know that verse, um, have we got it on there, Glenn? Is it up there? I'll just read it from my notes here, Romans 8. We've got it coming. Yeah, okay, so that one says, Creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. There's a lot in there, so I'm not going to say too much into that. That's just a verse that God dropped into my heart this year for us, us stepping into our identity more. I think we did that a lot more last year um, as a church, um, but stepping into that and into our dreams. And I just think there is a lot that God's going to reveal um, through us knowing who we are. Um, the other thing around that too is I just um, haven't been able to escape the thought that God is wanting to release more miracles, um, more healings, um, and in our region, in our church, but in our region this year as well. Um, and just kept, every time I was kind of reading my Bible, verses jumped out. So I just want to read a couple of them. One, First Corinthians 2. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Another one, First Corinthians 4. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. So just be really believing that more miracles, more healings taking part and taking place, and that's actually just part of our mandate as followers of Christ. You know that we would step into seeing that stuff as normal everyday life. So that's what we're believing for. Yes, your turn. Cool. Good on you, hun. So our climb, and um, so yeah, we want to we want to honour this climb. Um, that we're called to. We want to honour the dreams that have been spoken over this church and um, whether they were 10 years ago or 20 years ago, there have been, you know, there's been specific prophetic words over our church, i.e. being a revival centre and so we are, we're excited to continue to pursue some of those dreams. So in honouring this, uh, one of the things that we want to do is actually have a, um, a dream summit Saturday, um, where we pull together the, um, and it'll be just for a sort of like a half day, but we want to pull together, uh, like you guys, basically, um, the Empower Leaders, um, and we want to start thinking about what does God want our community to look like in five years? Like, if, if God, you know, if, if God was real, <laughs> what would he want to do in our town? <laughs> and he is real, so that's lucky. <laughs> What would he want to do? You know, what is he dreaming about? What is he seeing uh, across our high schools, across our local government? Um, you know, from the least to the greatest, like Jesus had everyone in society just um, hanging around him as well. So he cared about so much um, and so many. And so we, um, we think that we need to start thinking a little bit beyond just year to year and, and start going, what what are we called to do in five years? So we've got a date kind of um, earmarked for this. We're just having a bit of trouble hearing back from the council uh, over the last week from them. Um, it's the 12th of March. 
Um, and it's also the same weekend that Kevin Forlong is going to be with us. So he's going to be around um, on that Saturday as well. And we're going to get Janet Chambers in, who's a, uh, an awesome prophetic voice uh, from Living Waters. I think she came and visited like Girl Time last year as well. And she carries like, um, like she's great at delivering a prophetic message to individuals, but she also has a, an amazing kind of, I, guess, I suppose you could call it an apostolic um, prophetic edge where she can prophesy over regions. And so we really want to catch what God's saying and and bring it together that day and I don't know exactly how that day's going to look yet but we think that this is a good idea and we need to start dreaming bigger than what we are at the moment and we want to dream with you as well we don't want to just dream alone we want to be dreaming and we want to hear your dreams we want to hear your vision and what you want to see happen in our community and we want to honor everyone's um, vision and dream and then just kind of like put it all together and just kind of go God, we believe. We believe. So that's um, the, another thing we want to do this year to honour our climb is um, around our church building um, that we don't yet have. So we have a dream to have our own building and our own land. And, and so we want to take that on another click uh, this year. And this is going to be more second term focus, but um, we're going to kind of like hone our vision for this. Um, we're going to be looking at developing more of a strategic team and also creating a bit more of a, an income stream into the um, into the, our build fund as well. Um, and so we really believe that we're called to have our own, um, you know, piece of dirt where Thrive Church belongs that uh, isn't just about being a piece of dirt but is uh, becomes a real kind of lighthouse within our community uh, from children to great ch- grandparents and um, everyone in between you know that they'll be able to come and, and really uh, experience uh, an irresistible garden and irresistible atmosphere so we're going like Edward uh, specifically we've talked and he's going to be someone who's going to really help um, like drive some of those things along um, with our church building. So I'm really excited about that as well. Um, So who thinks that's a good idea? Come on. Uh, It is a... So, and another thing really to honour our climb um, is that we, um, when I was away seeking God um, in November last year, I just, like God sort of said to me, you're not finished with making room for others. And, And in that, it just came, it like just really kind of like, in the same kind of moment, it was like there's going to be another service um, at Thrive on a Sunday here um, this year. And so um, we are moving towards um, creating an evening service here at Thrive. It'll be an early evening service as well. Um, we believe we don't want necessarily just to do um, like the same service uh, that, that night, so it's not going to be like the, the same rollout, but we are also expecting um, like to see different people here on a Sunday night. We want to see people saved in this service. Um, we um, have a real heart to see young adults in our region um, have encounters with Jesus Christ, walk closer with him, find him for the first time, or if they've backslidden away from him, come and recommit their lives and heart. We just think that this is a season to see um, young adults really awoken um, to the grace of Jesus Christ um, in Rangiora. It's been, it's been an age, actually, that's been quite uh, dormant in Rangiora for many years. And if you look at the demographics, um, you know, right up to the age of 18, um, 
you know, the population was like this and then it would drop right down to the 20s and then come up again in the 30s when all the families, you know, you move home and have babies in Rangiera. <laughs> so um, we, we can see that God is actually, there's actually something changing in the atmosphere around Rangiora. Um, like, I mean, the whole cafe scene is coming alive uh, for one thing anyway. And, and so it just, it's going to draw people and we think God's in this. You know, this isn't just people with having their own ideas. Like these are like God. God's in this. Like the the governance of Rangiora is on His shoulders. So we yeah we believe that um, yeah young adults are going to be saved this year as well as many other age range like youth. My gosh, that's going to just happen first term and older people. That's right. Um, so that's another thing. Also, we want to honour the climb. Uh, another thing we really want to do is um, focus on our prayer as a church. Um, I've just, and a real catalyst for this for me, there's been a few things, but I've just been reading this book called Red Moon Rising, and it's about the 24-7 prayer movement that swept across the globe, and started about 15 years ago. The book's been re-released uh, and forwarded by Bill Johnson, and so I've bought like four books for the church that are somewhere in between the UK and New Zealand right now on their way. I don't know if they're flying or swimming, but they're on their way, and we want to get this these books um, out amongst the church, um, and I w- well, we would love to see a prayer room or prayer house or prayer something established here at Thrive. We'd love to see like at minimum uh, once every four weeks that we have a 24-7 prayer roster going and we have a room dedicated it when you come in and you tag in and it's an incredible environment and you pray for our town, our region, the dreams of families and schools and all that and we just start standing together undergirding all this good work that we want to do with the power, you know, it's the engine room of our connection with, you know, Jesus and seeing the Holy Spirit Spirit, you know, made manifest because we're getting our top button done up right, eh? So we think that prayer really is important to undergird this, and not just not just to be a clanging symbol or a resounding gong, but that we are doing this in partnership with, um, you know, the Father Heart for our community. So there are a few of the um, things that we uh, want to do and 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 honour our climb and 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 go. Okay, well, practically, what do we need to do to honour the dream? That that God had when he had a dream about Thrive Church being here. <laughs> you know, like this is his dream and we believe we are a part of it. Um, the uh, next practical thing um, that I just want to talk about and activating, you know, our climb as well is, um, you know, I had a dream, <laughs> I'm talking a lot about dreams here, but a couple of years ago, 18 months ago, about three waves um, that hit uh, Christchurch uh, Airport, and I was out in the runway, and it was, um, and then I didn't know what they were, and then a couple of nights later, I had a conversation with God about it and asked him what they were, and he said there was going to be a wave of finances, a wave of souls, and a wave of glory. And so that sounded, that was like, wow, God, you said something profound in this moment. Um, and so we've sat on that um, and and believed for that. We want to see um, finances, souls, and glory. Um, but also in partnering with this dream, um, we're actually going to look at um, a topic towards the sort of mid um of first term, um, and that being true riches, and this being around creating a like a kingdom wealth culture that we have this kind of like a growing um, God Father perspective and mindset of of wealth, and then what it, what true riches really are. 
Um, and so, like, and so, there's going to be it's going to be more than just uh, finances. But you know, I was reading in Proverbs 22 verse one: a good name is more desirable than great riches. It's to be esteemed as better than uh, silver or gold. And so, you know, it, it just off the backboard, it says here, you know, that a wealth mindset um, that is, is more desirable to have is a wealth mindset of that of integrity, of a good name. And that's more desirable to have integrity. That's a wealthy thing than to have actually money in your bank. So we're going to be exploring like all that. I mean, we will want money in the bank too, because that's a good thing. Um, but the diversity of what kingdom wealth looks like and um and jesus said that profound thing you know if 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 you can't you know if you can't steward your finances well then you're not going to be able to steward true riches and true riches being way more than what money is but so we want to look at that whole thing as well so a couple of other things in that is um so you know what is uh what is wealth from the father's perspective um and then we're going to look at stewardship and we had uh, Dave, no, Bruce McDonald in last year, and he talked about, one of the things he talked about was the four purposes of money, and that was, you know, lower give, save, invest, and spend. And so we want to be a little bit practical and, you know, just kind of like isolating that and going, oh, that's interesting, let's look at that and break that open as well. And then uh, we want to look at breaking the poverty cycle as well. And then in the middle of that uh, time that theme that we'll be having Kevin Forlong is going to be visiting as well so he's going to come in and give us a, a Kevin Kinder surprise message about uh, wealth as well which is always going to be good we love it when um, Kevin comes to speak at Thrive A. Eh? Awesome Debbie I'm going to welcome you back up my darling. Just a change of voice again so just some important dates for term one um, for you to know and we will um, I think some of them you've already got and they will be advertised in more depth too first of all coming up men's camp 19th to 21st of February so exciting this is finally happening eh so that's um, launching um, fathered by God um, series that's going to happen for the guys as well that are involved with that um, next thing that is exciting that we're going to launch this year is our Thrive Discovery course. I think you mentioned that on Sunday, Glenn, didn't you? Um, so there's, that's, initially we started with our DNA night. Um, we got that kicked off last year or maybe the end of the year before. Um, we just want to add to that. Um, just some more things about how we, you know, how we recognise the giftings that God's put within us and stepping forward in that and a whole lot more other stuff. And it's actually a, yeah, it's going to be a ramp to getting involved in leadership and that sort of thing as well. So got some awesome people, Jared and Mum being um, a couple of them that are just getting this thing up and running. So we'll keep you posted on that. But there's going to be six weeks happening on Wednesday nights um, starting this term. A uh, New Life Regional Tour is happening Wednesday the 2nd of March, so that's for um, all of Canterbury, and Glenn, who's the guest speaker? Adam White, Adam White is going to be speaking at that. And Mike Murphy, who was also fantastic, it's in the day, but just to let you know, that is open to all you guys as well, so that would be fantastic to have you along at that. Summit Saturday, like Glenn mentioned, 12th of March, um, we have Kevin Forlong there and Janet Chambers. Storm Camp. Is happening March 25th to the 27th, first time it's ever been at Easter. It's going to be fantastic in Rangura again, and we get to join um, up with all of that on Easter Sunday too, so that's going to be exciting. And another cool thing that is happening is our Sozo training. I'm not sure if it made it up to there um, with Dale Wright on the 6th of April. I think, the Friday and Saturday in April, sorry I haven't got that quite here, I think it's the 6th and 7th of April, 8th and 9th, 
8th and 9th of April with Dale Wright. So we had Ian Wright in a few years ago, pastors um, in Invercargill. Um, Dale is um, a SOZO facilitator and trainer. Um, so SOZO, if you don't know, is a in-depth prayer ministry. It is amazing. Um, there's quite a few of us who have had some of this, received some of this ourselves, and who are starting to um, minister in this way too. It is a very safe and um, just an awesome prayer ministry that is all about connecting people with God and um, enabling people to hear from God for themselves and bringing healing and all of that. So if this is something that you're interested in um, and just seeing people free and just praying for people in that way, just come and ask um, mum or myself um, more about that. We would love to have some more people trained in this. Uh, term two, just a couple of things very quickly. Glenn has already mentioned church building. We're going to get uh, more happening with the vision development and a fund happening for that. Uh, next on that is new evening service that is happening. And New Life Conference is happening from in June from the 13th to the 16th. That is in Rotorua. And once again, you are all invited to that. If you want more information, see us. But we will be um, putting that in the notices as well coming up. Finally, Hillsong Conference. Um, Glenn and I felt really strongly last year that this year we need to get over to Hillsong Conference just to get among bigger things, bigger people. And yeah, just, yeah see what's happening over there, get under some really good training as well. So we're heading over and there's probably about maybe five other um, young adults as well. If anyone else is keen to go, then um, you can either go online or come and see us to find out more info on that. And Glenn. I reckon that might be the end. That is. That is the big amen right there. Come on. Oh, that's cool. All right. So how about... Um, It'd be cool just to kind of like maybe just kind of find someone to pray for just for a moment. Just like just find out something about them and just like maybe learn their name and I don't know. Just uh, that'd be great. Let's do that. Let's do that to close. All right. How does that sound? Sounds awesome. That's great. And then we've got supper out the back where we can um, enjoy as well. So good. Awesome. Cool. Make it happen. Thanks for coming tonight.